Welcome to the City Place Church Podcast. My name is Josiah Williams, and here is my challenge for you. As you're listening to the message, I challenge you to remove as many distractions as possible, to write out a few notes and things that stand out to you, and afterwards, share what you've learned on one of your social media outlets. We level up by giving a level 10. Thanks again, and enjoy the message. Well, welcome to City Place Church Online. My name is Damon, and I want to welcome you to Church Online this morning. We are in week two of 21 days of prayer and fasting. And man, I want to just give a shout out to every single person that joined us yesterday online for morning prayer and how you engaged in the presence of the Lord. And those of you that joined us Wednesday via Zoom. I will be hopping back on uh, uh, this week, uh, Wednesday morning and and next Saturday morning. But I just want to give a shout out to the way you're setting the tone to lean into the presence of the Lord. If this is your first time hanging out with us online, we're all one big family here at City Place Church. Also, fill out a virtual connect card, cityplacechurch.com backslash card, or you can complete and send us a text. Text the word City Place to 94000. We'd love to just say welcome. We'd love to agree with you in prayer or celebrate something that God is doing in your life. Throughout today's service, you'll hear a couple of things that's happening in the life of our church. We'll also worship uh, the Lord with our giving. We, we believe that we bring God our tithe and our offering uh, just to say thank you for the increase that you've given in our life. And you'll have a moment to do that. But we're also going to jump into the word of God today. And so we've been in a series called Set the Tone. And today we're going to continue that thought as we're in these 21 days of prayer. And I just pray that you've been giving God all of yourself uh, during these first few days of the year. And so get ready to lean back. I'm going to pray. I want you to be able to download today's message notes at cityplacechurch.com backslash notes so that you can follow along. And just also prepare your heart for what the Lord wants to do this morning. So, Father, we thank you for this great day. We welcome you into this place, into our homes, into our car, wherever we may be. But Jesus, above all else, we give you the glory and we give you the honor for who you are. Speak to our heart. Set the tone this month. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Welcome. City Place Church. All right, City Place Church, get ready. Listen, you're going to need your note, your, your Bible, something to take notes with. You can download today's message notes at cityplacechurch.com backslash notes. But we are in our second week of prayer. And I just want to let you know that this upcoming Wednesday, we're going to be joining together online via Zoom to just come together in prayer. Last week, uh, Pastor Taisha kicked us off, just giving us a word from the Lord, from Jeremiah, about what God wants to do as he tears down and builds back up and plants and things begin to grow. Uh, And then again, shout out to everybody that joined us yesterday online. But uh, you want to lean in today because we're continuing our thoughts, set the tone. When we talk about setting the tone, we mean that we are going to declare or we're going to write down the attitude shift or the move that we want to see take place. And we said that from the beginning in Genesis chapter one, that when there was nothing in existence, when everything was dark, the spirit of God was hovering and God created. And we said that God set the tone 
right at the beginning of time. And if he set the tone when there was a blank canvas and when there was darkness on the earth and uh, things weren't uh, yet moving, we said that if God set the tone from the beginning, then we should let him set the tone for our life. We leaned into Psalms 138 where David said, hey, uh, it's the Lord who wrote my story before I was ever formed. And so since God knows your story and since God is the one that originally set the tone, we said that this month of January will be the, the month where we leaned in to him. Because if he set it all in motion, then we should set the tone with him. And so over the last few weeks, we've been talking about setting the tone. The first week was just laying the foundation. Last week, we said we want to set the tone for this kind. Jesus said in the book of Matthew, chapter 17, when the disciples wanted to know why they weren't seeing certain miracles or certain things take place in their life or certain things take place that they prayed for. Jesus said, hey, listen, it's the, si it's the faith the size of a mustard seed that I wanted you to tap into in your life. And he says, now, I want you to know that there's certain things in your life that doesn't occur without prayer and fasting. And he literally said, however, this kind only changes and occurs through prayer and fasting. And the first week we said that prayer is our first response, not our last resort. And then we defined uh, fasting last week as the setting aside the abstinence of personal gratification for a greater spiritual encounter. And so we leaned in and we just dove into fasting because we're in this season of fasting and we said that we want to set the tone through prayer and fasting because we want this kind. We want this kind of miracle. We want this kind of favor. We want this kind of blessing. We want this kind of salvation, this kind of freedom, this kind of peace, this kind of joy, this kind of health. And it's going to require us to set the tone by setting aside some practical things. So I hope that you've been taking advantage of the resources during these 21 days of prayer. You can find those at cityplacechurch.com. We've got a prayer journal for you that literally walks you through different styles of prayer. All last week, uh, we post on social media every single week, we post one focus of the day. And last week, we literally just focused on our personal relationship with God. We went through Matthew chapter six and leaned into that prayer. And so prayer and fasting is going to be important for us as a church. If you have your Bibles, go with us. To, go with me to Matthew chapter 21. Matthew chapter 21. We're going to read a little bit this morning. And uh, I was just thinking again about setting the tone, setting the tone, setting the tone of prayer, setting the tone of fasting. And I was reading and this verse jumped out to me. It's uh, a verse when Jesus walked into to God's house. He had a he had a different level of response and he decided that he was going to set the tone for what God's house is supposed to be. And so it says in Matthew chapter 21, verse 12 through 16. And don't forget, you can download today's message notes at cityplacechurch.com backslash notes. It says this. It says Jesus entered the temple courts and drove out all who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of money of the money changers and the benches of those who were selling doves. And he said this, it is written, my house will be called a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. So my house will be called a house of prayer, but you've made it a den of thieves. Let's keep going. The blind and the lame came to Jesus at the temple and he healed them. 
But when the chief priests and the teachers of the law saw the wonderful things that Jesus did and the children shouting in the temple courts, Hosanna to the son of David, they were indignant, much frustrated, mad, angry. Do you hear what these children are saying? They asked Jesus. And Jesus replied, yes. Have you never read from the lips of children and infants? Lord, you have ordained and called forth your praise. As I read this uh, this week and was studying, the Bible says that Jesus walks into the town and as he's going to church, when he enters the grounds of the temple, the, 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 the courts, which were leading into the temple, he noticed that there was something different about the house. It looked different. People were selling stuff. They were exchanging things. And Jesus says, whoa. None of this can stay because this house, the house of God, is supposed to be a house of prayer. And as I read that, I was thinking, what if we set the tone for God's house, my house, and this house? What if we set the tone for the house. Jesus is walking into church. He's walking into the temple and it says as he's walking into the temple, he sees that there are some things taking place that shouldn't be. In biblical days, it was custom that during periods of the year, the people would bring to God's house an offering or a sacrifice. They would, they would bring an offering or a sacrifice. And sometimes, depending on where they would go, if you're from one part of, you know, the, the nation and there's another part of the nation there, when you bring your offering, they may have exchanged the money so that it was American dollars versus European dollars. So they would exchange it so that as they brought their offering, it would be placed in the temple as worship for the American dollar or the European dollar, whatever it may be. So there, there was that exchange as they were in the process to give their offering. They would also bring a sacrifice to God's house. And so maybe the person that lived far away because they had cattle, maybe the distance was too great that Along the way, they would buy their sacrifice from their earnings so that it could be sacrificed in God's house. Some people who were in the community and maybe even a part of the local temple decided, wait a second, we can turn this into a cash cow. What if we set up shop in the temple court? Then when people came to exchange their money, they don't have to go very far. They could do it literally in the temple court. And then what if we brought in the animals? Well, not the big animals. We bring in some doves. They can buy that stuff from us. So the Bible says that Jesus walks in, just so we give you a little context. Jesus walks in and he's looking at these people who had brought in something from the outside, 
to work on the inside, but it was never meant to be done on the inside because what was being brought on the inside was the offering and the sacrifice, not the salespeople. And so Jesus looks at them and is frustrated. And he flips over the tables and he's mad. And he says, this house is a house of prayer, but you've turned it into a den of thieves. And it made me think about how much focus Jesus placed on God's house. See, I wrote some things down and I'm just going to download them to you today because when you read it, it could be like, man, Jesus was just angry and he was just mad because there was things taking place in the church. But I realized that Jesus was literally saying um, you were doing the secular in a place that was sacred. Like he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You changed the tone of God's house to where what matters most is not leading you, but now you've replaced the sacred with the secular. And you've got your own agenda, you've got your own flow, and you've forgotten about the fact that this, from time's beginning, has been a place where we gather to meet God. He even doesn't even necessarily say it's the temple of prayer. He, he throws away all religious language and begins to say the temple, the sacred place of God, is actually the house of God a place where you gather, a place where family comes together to meet. He says, this is a place where you gather together to pray. His frustration was the fact that the secular had set foot in the sacred and the people that were coming and the leaders of the house were comfortable with it. They were comfortable with things starting to set up and people starting to take advantage of each other. It's believed by some theologians that the money changers were charging more and profiting and the people who were selling the animals obviously were profiting and the people in, in their either their ignorance or their comfort just decided this is easier than pulling the sacrifice all the way to God's house. Or let me deal with what outside and then I'll bring it into God's house. No matter what it is, Jesus is saying, listen, the secular set root in the sacred. And it shouldn't be so. So literally, Jesus flips the table over and says, let me reset the tone for God's house. This is a house of prayer. And I couldn't help to think. Over these 21 days of prayer and fasting, we're not just praying as individuals, we're praying as a church. And I was asking the Lord, I said, Lord, what do you want to do this year in City Place? And honestly, I got a little convicted. I felt like the Lord was just like, Damon, I want you to make sure that over these six years of existence, that some things that might, that might be normal now were actually things that were brought in in a sacred place. See, sometimes we got to be careful that gossip doesn't come in to a holy place. Like strife doesn't come into a holy place. 
Pride doesn't come into a holy place. Greed doesn't come into a holy place. Because otherwise the secular could be invading the sacred and Jesus is like, absolutely not. During the first week, we said that in God's kingdom flow and in God's kingdom economy, for lack of a better word, everything flows from the spiritual. And Jesus literally says, wait a second. This is not just some building. This is the house of God. And he's literally going, let's get back to the focus that every single thing flows from the spiritual side of our life. Jesus says this is the temple. But this temple is a house and it's a house of prayer. I looked up the word house in that text in Matthew and it literally means this. It had several definitions and it literally means the house of God, a house or a home, a dwelling place of the human body. So like me, your body and a place where all of the people come together to form one family. See, Jesus literally says, you see the temple. You now see just a place where there's some economics that can be made. And God says, uh, uh, and Jesus says, wait, he said, whoa, 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 whoa. The temple that you see is not just the temple, a sacred place, but it's also a place that becomes a home. It's a place where you as an individual become a part of God's family. See, at City Place Church, our vision is we build dreams together. We ignite faith together. We establish leaders together so that we can win the loss together. Watch now for the kingdom of God. See, my challenge for us this morning is to set the tone for God's house, my house, and this house. But man, what would life be like if the sacred aspect to God's house, the church of Jesus Christ, grew in value once again. The, the gathering together on the weekend like we're doing right now became of high importance and value. Right now, do me a favor, share and like today's message because you can invite someone into the family of God. Literally, Jesus says, listen, this is a family of prayer. This is a house of prayer. You were built to pray. And he says, you've made it a den of thieves. Jesus literally was saying, listen, your personal agendas, your focus on yourself. Set it aside. This is a house of prayer. So here's the first thing that I have. I want you to write this down. During these 21 days of prayer, as a church, we are setting the tone for 2022, for God's house, his church. When you and I come together and gather together as the body of Christ, like scripture says, we become the church of God. We become the house of God, the family of God. Every single aspect of God says that everything that he wants to give to us is relational, family driven, not religious in nature. That's the reason why he says this is the house of God. So we're setting the tone for God's house. Remember I said God's house, my house, and this house. Psalms 30 and Psalms uh, 69. This is what David says in verse 9. He says, 
zeal for your house has eaten me up. He says, and the approaches of those who reproach you have fallen on me. When I weep and chasten my soul with fasting, they become my reproach. He goes on to say, but as for me, my prayer is to you, O Lord, in the acceptable time, O God, in the multitude of your mercy, hear me in the truth of your salvation. David literally says, my passion and frustration and jealousy for what can take place in your house consumes me. He says, when I see the sacred being impacted by the secular, the burden that you feel because I'm fasting falls on me. He says, when I'm fasting, I begin to feel the tone that you're trying to set for your house. And it rests on me. And he says, therefore, I'm going to pray so that the salvation that you see falls. See, David had a passion for God's house. So much so that in 2 Samuel chapter 7, David had decided, he said, how is it that I sit up in this beautiful, fancy palace and the ark of God doesn't have a permanent place? And he said this in his heart, I'm going to build a temple for God. God literally says, David, 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 that is not what I actually put on your plan to do. He says, but since your heart was consumed with me having a place to stay, your son will build it for me. Like your son will build a house of God for me. Like there has to be a time when the sacred outweighs the secular when it comes to the house of God. I am challenging us City Place Church to be present, to be present and passionate about the house of God, the church of God. I'm challenging you to be more passionate than you've ever been about what God can do through us as City Place Church this year and what God wants to say to us as we pray. Because this house, City Place Church, will be a house in 2022 prayer. Are you with me? It's going to be our first response in 2nd in Chronicles chapter 7. The Bible says that Solomon builds God's house and it literally says that when he finishes building the house, the presence of God fills the place and God speaks to him in verse 20, uh, 12 and says, the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said to him, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself as a house of sacrifice. He literally said, you have built my house. You have made my house a place where the tone will be set. You know what? then I'm going to reside here. This is my house and you built it. I encourage you to read 2 Chronicles chapter 7 because it says literally the presence of the Lord filled the house. Every single week we come into City Place Church and I encourage you to come to City Place in person because we believe that the presence of the Lord is going to say something every single week that he's going to say what he wants to say, not what I want to say. He's going to do what he wants to do, not what you may want to do as an individual. We're saying, God, City Place Church will be a house of 
prayer, a place of intentional communication with the Father. So if you're hanging out with us today, welcome to the family. You didn't even know that. So I asked myself, and I'm asking you, what if the house of God became a sacred place in your life? I'm not saying that it's not, but like, what if we removed anything that might take the place on the weekends and we said, you know what, I'm going to prioritize being in the house of God. Because it's a place where the community and the family of God come together, you, me, the person beside you, your neighbor, and we worship, we pray, we grow, and we serve together. What if everything we do as a church body, as a church family, centered around prayer this year, y'all? Come on. That's the reason why I'm asking you and inviting you to join me this Wednesday at 6.30 in the morning and Saturday at 9 a.m. What if we go all in, which we're going to do this year, City Place Church, we will be a people of prayer because we're not going to chase just, just the, the vision that God gives us because if there's anything in our church, we're setting the tone for 2022 for Jesus to have permission to say, ah, the sacred will be established at City Place Church, the sacred will be established in your life. Priscilla Schreier said this, and I was like, oh, she said, if I were your enemy, I would devalue in your mind the thing that I know has the most potency to defeat me. The devil, over time, and I'm not saying he's done it to you, but over time has caused some of us to devalue the power of prayer in God's house. We might go to a church for worship or as a pastor, I might want to make sure that our kids ministry is amazing. You might have a certain checklist. Oh, but what if we said, can we be a people of prayer? Why? Because the enemy knows the value of us Praying. Prayer is not only communication and intentional communication with God. It is also confrontation with the enemy. It's also confrontation with the enemy. Jesus sets the tone in Matthew for the spiritual to lead the natural again. See, when Jesus was actually in the temple, and referring to God's house, he was actually declaring to the people the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 56, verse 7 says this. This is a prophetic moment in the Old Testament that Jesus speaks in the New Testament. And he says this in verse 7. Even them I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Notice he says that there will be joy in the house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar. For my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. When Jesus comes in and he says, whoa, 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 whoa. The natural is trying to set the tone for the spiritual. This ain't going to happen. He literally says in God's kingdom authority, everything flows from the spiritual. And we're setting the tone for this to get back to what it is. 
We said this early on. We said that we set the tone for our life in the spiritual from the start and from the beginning so that God can move in the natural. So we set it in the spiritual so that God can do it in the natural. Jesus says, "Uh uh-uh, get back in order. So he literally walked in and set the tone again for the house of God. So what if we set the tone for God's house? But then what if we set the tone for my house? Your physical dwelling, because when Jesus said house of prayer, he meant like one of the definitions was really like your house. Like your dwelling place where your family gathers. Like what if we set the tone this year for our house to move based on the tone that God set for us? I'm going to read you a verse. It's one of my favorite verses. Joshua chapter 24, verse 14. It says this, now, therefore, fear the Lord, serve him in sincerity and in truth. Put away the gods of your fathers, serve that you served on the other side, serve the Lord. And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your fathers served on the other side or the gods of the Amorites where you live today. But watch this, he says, but as for me and My house. Somebody say my house. Right where you are, say my house. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Like you decide if the secular will trump the spiritual in your house. You decide if you will be led in the natural or if you will be led by the spirit. You decide for your house, but let it be clear, as for me and my house, my family, the ones that dwell in my physical house and a part of my family, family, we will follow after the tone that is set by the Lord. Are you with me? Can you, can you see it? Joshua literally says, everything that the Lord sees will flow in my family, period. We will never be led by the secular or will we allow certain things that are contrary to what God wants to do in our life. I'm setting the tone today for God to do what he wants to do. Joshua was saying, and I wrote these things down, these are not notes for you to take, but I want you to hear Joshua was literally saying, our home, my house, is a sacred place. He literally was saying the secular isn't going to be invading this place where the sacred resides. Can I challenge us during these 21 days of prayer and fasting to give Jesus permission to come in and say, oh, 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 that, that, that spirit of anger needs to go from here. Sorry. Uh, that, that, hey. I'm sorry, I need, I, need, I need to deal with that place of pride in your life. It's messing up, it's messing up your family. That, 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 that selfishness, I'm sorry, is taking root in, in the sacred. Can, can we give Jesus permission to set the tone? Because he has set the tone already for you, for your family. If God created the world when there was nothing, he's got something set for you and your family this year 
that you need to find out. There's something that he wants to do in your family, in your home. There's a vision that he wants to download, a God-sized dream that he wants to download. But sometimes there are things that we allow in our house that were never designed to be there. Here's a question. What are you doing right now in the natural that is impacting you spiritually in your home? What secular thing, meaning not like Christ, has invaded your house? Remember, we said this is that the spirit of God is ahead of you in 2022, that every beginning begins with God. And that the word of God has to be engaged at the beginning of everything you do. That nothing in 2022 can be made without God. No decisions, no important choices, no direction. And that life in 2022 begins with him. I'm asking us today to set the tone for God's house. His church, when you and I come, put a priority on being in God's house. Put a priority that I'm not going to allow things to take me away from God's house. No, I'm going to plant my house, myself in God's house. And this will be a house of prayer. But then in my own house, God, you need to return to being the center of our home. Because my house is a sacred place. Your house is just not the house that you pay for because you work. No, your house is the place where God wants to be situated in your house. Your house is a sacred place. God gave you that house. Can we, as we head into week two, make room for the sacred, make room for the presence of God, make room for Jesus to lead your home, make room for you to say, Jesus, what do you want us to do this year in this house? Before you list the house, before you move from the house, before you move from the apartment, Jesus, what do you see? Whether you're in college and Maybe you've got a roommate. God, what do you see in my room? And what do you see in the place where I live? Jesus, take over this house and flip over anything that is trying to set the tone for the secular and not your presence. If you're in my 2022, then I'm going to find out at the beginning because this house will be a house where I communicate with you. That was just a question that I had. Can you set the tone for your home, your personal home, becoming a sacred place? You know, during, we, we said, well, what can we expect during this time of fasting and prayer? We said, well, we can expect a sacrifice and we expect a gain. I'm asking us to give God everything we got for his house. Go all in. Let, let the house of God be a sacred place again for you. I grew up loving church. Oh, my mom would take me to church and I'd be like, I don't want to go. But man, I loved it when I got there. Now I have such a joy for the house of God because it was important in our home. I'm asking you to make the house of God important to you. I'm asking you to say, God, just like David did, God, the burden that's on your heart when I fast and pray hits me. 
So the burden for lost people wanting to meet you, the burden for city place to, to impact our city and not just pastor one little part of the community. No, we are here to influence Orlando and the surrounding regions for the kingdom of God to welcome people into the family. And then I'm asking you to make your personal dwelling place the place of God. Turn off some of the things that you allow in. Turn off some of the things that you allow to just be the voice of your home and say, Father, flip over what needs to be done because this is your place and this belongs to you. So I expect, God, that I'm going to give you access to my house, the Moore household, to the Johnson household, to the Andrews household, whatever it may be in 2022. That's my sacrifice at your house so that I can gain the freedom that you promised me. We read Isaiah 58 last week and we talked about how God said, is this the fast that I've chosen for you? And if it is, then you see me mend broken places and you see me cause your home to be a place of peace and a place where you welcome people into your home. So let me pray right now. Father, I just pray that your house in 2022, the church here in Orlando, City Place Church becomes a house of prayer and a house where you can do whatever you want to do. Restore the purity of our church. Restore the hunger and the fervency for what burdens you, let it rest on us. But then God, I also pray that every person listening today, that they'll feel the burden and allow you to clean up all of the stuff that's been residue and be, been lying, that, 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 that lying in our homes that wasn't supposed to be there. And God, I pray that every single person will return you to your rightful place as the leader of our home. I pray that worship rises in every house. Prayer rises in every house. Passion for you, zeal for their own house. And that they can feel the burden that you have for their house rest on them in Jesus name. So we set the tone for God's house. We set the tone for my house. And then we set the tone for this house. When Jesus said this house should be a house of prayer, you dive into it and it says that it's the temple, the sacred place. It's the house, the physical dwelling where the families come together. But then it also kind of references indirectly the, the human body, like, huh? The human body is a home. And it led me to 1 Corinthians chapter 6. And I thought, well, what if we set the tone for this house? Like, me personally, what if you set the tone for you personally? 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 19 says, or do you not know that your body is the temple, the sacred place of the Holy Spirit, the same one who hovered in the beginning of time, who is in you, whom you have from God himself. You are not your own, for you have been brought with a price. Therefore, glorify God with your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Paul says, listen, set the tone for your house, personally, this house, personally, so that you are spirit-led and not self-driven. 
He literally says, if you're, if you're not careful, because he's talking to people who are literally living sexually impure. And he's like, listen, your body's not your own, all right? Anything outside of the marriage, now listen, watch out, no. Don't do anything with that. Nothing that you see, nothing that you touch, nothing, oh, no. Paul literally says, listen, you are missing the fact that you possess the spirit of God himself living in you. The same spirit that was there when God created something, when there was nothing. The same spirit of God that's in your 2022. The same spirit of God that rests in God's house. Paul says, whoa, dwells in you. He says, don't you realize that your body carries the very life and breath of God himself, the, the very spirit of God rests in you. So therefore, don't devalue your body when your body carries the spirit of God. And it made me think. We need to give Jesus permission to set the tone for us in our person, for us personally, spiritually and naturally. There are things in my life and things in your life that I've allowed to come into my life that you've allowed to come into your life. And Jesus is like, if you just let me, I'll flip those things over. At City Place Church this year, we are allowing Jesus full access to set the tone in our lives personally. Flip those things over so that the sacred thing that's in me comes out of me. He literally says, the sacred spirit of God is in you. Change your mindset to see that in God's strategic heavenly flow, he never left you void of an encounter with his spirit so that you can be led by his spirit. He never designed for you to be led in your natural flesh. He says, tap into the presence of God that is unlocked when you say yes to Jesus. I'm asking us this morning as I wrap up to lean into Jesus like never before. Give him permission to set the tone. I'm asking you to set the tone over these 21 days of prayer in the month of January. You are a part of a church that is declaring to you that we are setting the tone and we're declaring that the house of God will be a sacred place. It will be surrounded by prayer. So therefore, God, it starts in my church. It happens in my dwelling place, my natural home. But it also happens in me. I'm asking you to give Jesus permission to fix any broken place. I realize that the very life that you breathe and I breathe is a byproduct of one breath of God in the early book, in the early chapters of Genesis. It says that God said, he said, he said, he said, he said, he said. Then he formed and then he breathed his very breath into man and they became a living soul. One breath. So here's the question that I have for you. What does God want to do in me in 2022, physically and spiritually? Physically and spiritually.
What if we settled into the fact that my body truly is the temple, the sacred place, the house of God? I have a goal this year. I wrote it down on my prayer card that I want to be healthy. Last year, y'all, I hate to confess it. I ate horribly and my doctor keeps telling me and he tried to give me some of these little pills that would help do what I could do in the natural. He said, if you eat healthy, you don't have to take this. I ignored him. After I read that, I realized, like, wait a second. God designed us as a masterpiece. In fact, it says in Psalms that you have been fearfully and wonderfully made. So I, we need to ask him, what does he want us to do in our health? In our body. And in us spiritually. What if we included God in the physical side? of our health and don't just do it during times of problems. Like what if we say, God, in my physical body, lead me, guide me, convict me, change me. There's some things that we allow in that's not supposed to be there. There are sin habits that impact our natural body. There are things that we watch or things that we may eat that we know aren't. No, my body is the house of God. Are y'all with me? You're not getting mad at me, I hope. What if we allowed the Holy Spirit to set our conviction in our personal life rather than our flesh? What if we didn't allow some secular things to come into the sacred place because we realized that the presence of the Lord lives in me? Because when the presence of the Lord lives in me, then I realize the zeal for your house consumes me. My, I realize that the passion that I have for the thing that's burdening you drives me. I realize that if you're in charge, then I'm going to be passionate for you. See, let's set the tone for God's house, my house, but then this house because everything that God does flows spiritually. My prayer is that over this next few weeks of 21 days of prayer and fasting that you give God everything and that you set the tone with like Jesus, I'm coming after you like never before. I realize that if he sets the tone in me as an individual, and I give him permission to flip over whatever he wants. That it'll set the tone for my house. My physical house. And then man, when my house starts thriving and I realize that God is functioning in me personally and moving in me personally and my family is starting to get the zeal for what God's doing in our house, then when we walk into the house of God and gather with other members of the family of God, the sacred becomes special. So then when we come into God's house together on the weekend and we're lifting up our hands and we're praising God and we're seeing lives change and we're serving in our community and when we're hanging out in our small groups and when we're serving in inside of the church and when we're advancing for the kingdom of God, we're like, let's do this because we've set the tone what Jesus wants to do. We've changed the mood. We've 
change the attitude through our declaration today. This morning, I want to pray for us right where you are. We're going to close with prayer. And I want to pray for you. This morning, I'm challenging every single person watching underneath the sound of my voice to set the tone with him first personally. I don't know where you are in your walk with God. I don't know if you are close to him or if you're far away, if you're just churching it up because that's what religion has told you. But I'm inviting you into a personal relationship with Jesus today. The Bible says in Corinthians that you were bought with a price. You are a part of the family of God. And the Spirit of God lives on the inside of you. And for many of us, the relationship with Jesus just allows us to go, oh, he did die for me. He did rise again. And I can have life with him. And this morning, I just want to pray for you. I'm going to say a simple prayer. It's a salvation prayer. Many have prayed it. It literally just says, Jesus, I acknowledge that you died for me. And you rose again. And I choose you freely as my Lord and Savior. And literally what happens is, is the Bible says that the Holy Spirit is just like, yeah, let's do this. He seals your relationship with the Father. See, the Spirit of God rests in us, but you and I have to accept him freely. So that as he's communicating and talking with us, we realize that Jesus himself died for me. And so I'm going to pray. And I just want you to pray this prayer with me. Come on, City Place, we all pray together. Let's pray. Say, Dear Jesus, today I come to you acknowledging that I need you to set the tone for my life personally. I ask you to forgive me of my sins, the times when I missed the mark and did what I wanted to do. I acknowledge that you died for me and you rose again so that I can have freedom and salvation in you. And today I choose to set the tone in my life personally by accepting you my Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, Father, I pray for every single person that's watching today. I pray that the zeal for our personal house, us being a temple, will be valued at a higher level. And just like Priscilla Shire said, I pray that we will value the the, 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 the gift and the tool of prayer, the thing that the enemy is fearful of because we have direct communication with you. And I just pray that they personally will become a house of prayer. They will become a place where Jesus can move around the furniture and throw things away because they themselves carry the presence of the Lord. So, Father, I pray that as we go throughout this week that you do a work in us and then do a work in our family and then do a work in our church. I pray that City Place is going to new places in you. Jesus, you have full permission to move things around as you see fit because this is the house of prayer. Bless our week in prayer. Bless our time in prayer. And as we get set, Father, to bring our tithe and our offering, bless what we bring you. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, City Place Church, if you made that decision today, well, done. There's a connection card that you can fill out. I mentioned that earlier today. And then I want you to keep your ear to the ground because in just a couple of weeks, you're going to be hearing about how 
you can sign up to be a part of a city group. And so those are just two next steps. Let us know the decision you made, or maybe during this time of prayer, you'd love for us to come around you and pray with you. But I promise you that God wants to continue to speak life into you, but he wants you to be a part, practically, naturally, of the kingdom of God every single week. So congratulations on the decision you made. Also right now, we're gonna bring the Lord our tithe and our offering. Our team is putting that information up right now. So many things that we're excited about for this year coming up. I can't wait to tell uh, the people at You Moms uh, what we got for them uh, based on last year. And so uh, I was just hanging out just the other day with uh, the director of, of uh, New Image and. Uh, inviting her to come out and hang out at City Place Church. We've got a surprise for them. There's things that we're going to do missionally, but I also want to say thank you for those of you who bring your tithe uh, to the Lord and you entrust City Place with the stewardship. It's because of you that uh, we're able to spend time with you online. It's because of you that we're going to make the investment uh, into our online equipment and allow us to do the function and the operations of the church. So we, we say thank you uh, that we get to partner together to see the kingdom of God advance. Well, hey, let me pray a blessing over you as you go throughout your week. And again, I remind you uh, to hang out with us Wednesday morning at 6.30 a.m. on Zoom. And then again, Saturday morning at 9 a.m. on Facebook Live. I pray that the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. The Lord lift up his countenance to you and give you great peace this week as he sets the tone in you, your house, and in our church. Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great week, City Place. Thanks so much for tuning in. We hope that you've been encouraged by today's episode, and we have one final challenge for you. Take something that you've learned today or something that stuck out to you and share it with a friend or a loved one. Spread a little of what I like to call that wisdom wealth with someone else. Wherever you are, I hope that you have an incredible rest of your day.